in a world often riddled with division, that feeling of more stands as a beacon of unity and understanding, honoring the rich tapestry of human experience. Embark on this transformative adventure with Elena as she reveals the hidden depths of our collective spirit and awakens the limitless potential residing within each one of us. Join Elena as she journeys alongside others who have embraced voice within. Get ready to be moved, uplifted, and forever altered as you uncover the essence of the soul's journey guided by the insightful and compassionate Alana Green. Hello, hello, Jade. Thank you so much for joining me here today and accepting my invitation to come on to this that Feeling of More podcast. And I would just like to introduce Jade. Jade is a friend of mine who's been along this journey for a little bit. We've been connected through the community um, and what we've been doing. Plus, we also did our Reiki mastership together. So that was beautiful. But I would just like to introduce Jade. Our She is currently a a lot of things, but she's an intuitive artist, Reiki master, and a neurodivergent mompreneur. I love that mompreneur. So welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. It's truly an honor, and I'm just so grateful that we're connected. I'm so grateful for it, too. And like we kind of talked about earlier, today we're just talking about you and your story and a little bit about your journey, and I'm so excited for you to share. I've seen what you've very quickly evolved into over the last few months, and I just love how you take action and, and things and inspiration and ideas that hit. So I would just love for you to kind of share a little bit of your story from the beginning. You don't need to get into all the things, whatever you feel called to share, and just to kind of let people see what that journey's been for you in the awakening. Yeah. Okay. Great. Um, so I've had quite a journey. Um, and I know it always seems to really surprise people. And so first I want to say like the whole reason I love sharing my story is just to be proof that no matter what you've been through, no matter what's happened to you, you can overcome it. You can, and you can have that life that you truly love and that you deserve. So I, um, I'm not new to to pain. I had a very hard um, childhood starting from the age of around 12 is when I went through my first trauma. And, you know, it was so bad that I ended up moving to another town. It happened again, just in a different form. And so then I, I ended up like really having severe depression, severe anxiety. I developed an eating disorder. Um, I went to treatment when I was in high school. Like I, there was so much that I went through a lot of different types of abuse in my life and it was never family. You know, I'm so blessed that I have an incredible family and they've always been there for me to support me. And had they not, I don't think I'd be here today. So um, I have so much love and respect for them, but it was always other people. You know, I was always that person and still am. I love everyone. I love everyone. And I never like seeing someone left out or, you know, being bullied or judged. Like I always have seen people as their soul, you know, like who they truly are in a soul level. And, you know, when you grow up in small towns, you know, they can be very clicky and whatever. So throughout my life, I've gone through physical abuse, spiritual abuse, mental, emotional, financial, like you name it. And it just seemed like, you know, I'd talk to my mom and I'd be like, is life supposed to be this hard? Like it was just always so hard. And it's like every time 
that something happened and I felt like I overcame it. And like, I've always been, I guess, a personal growth junkie, you could call it because mm-hmm. I I did, like I said, I had support. My parents always, you know, gave me these videos of motivational speakers. I was always in therapy. Like I, I was using tools and reading books at a young age to help cope but it seemed like nothing really stuck and the same things kept happening. And I didn't realize this, you know, until later on in my journey, the same things kept showing up just in a different form, a different person. I am very much an empath. I feel things very strongly. And, you know, there was a lot that I think I felt throughout my life that wasn't even mine, but I didn't know that I didn't have that discernment, but I was always so hard on myself because of those first traumas. I was very much a perfectionist, a people pleaser, because things had happened so many times that I'm like, well, of course it's me. Like I'm the problem because otherwise it wouldn't keep happening. And so I really just put other people on a pedestal. I couldn't ever make a decision to to save my life. And part of that is I'm really open-minded and I always have been. I, I, I see things from a lot of different perspectives. And so sometimes making a decision would be hard, but it seemed like the people in my life, I had a lot of, a lot of toxic relationships. It's like, no matter what I did, it was wrong. And so I just, I suppressed myself so much Mm -hmm. and it manifested in my physical body, like starting from high school. That's, that's when I first uh, started having those, those health problems with my mental illness, but physically too, you know, stomach problems, irritable bowel syndrome. Um, then I had the eating disorder at one point in my journey, I was on 13 medications. I had so much chronic pain and a lot of, a lot of things that were invisible. Right. And so it was really easy for other people to think or to tell me like I was just being too sensitive or I was a hypochondriac. I, I was never getting the validation that I wanted so badly. And I think when it comes down to it, I think that's what a lot of us are seeking is we just want to feel safe. We want to feel secure. We want to feel that, that we are loved unconditionally and, and that we belong, you know, And so because of those traumas that started so long ago, because I didn't ever get to the root of it, it just kept building and building and building. So, I mean, yeah, I was on 13 medications. The part that was the worst, I mean, was I had chronic migraines. Um, Sometimes they would last up to 23 days in a row. Like they just wouldn't go away. And I was on so many medicines that I got like immune to them. So it took a lot for me to even function. But even then, I was, I was married at the time. Um, I had two step kids. I had my own son. So I was raising three kids, working and dealing with all of this. My, my ex-husband was out of town a lot because of his job. So I was doing all these things and I was just a mess. I was so lost and it really took me finally just getting to my rock bottom, I guess you could say, I feel like I had several of them, but it's like every time I, I overcame it, something else would happen because I wasn't getting to the root, which is loving, loving myself. I was always giving so much to everybody else, but I was never filling my own cup. So the, the final straw, I guess, getting back to my point, my, my squirrel brain kicks in and I, no, you're good. I laugh about it and I just own it. So I, 
I didn't realize, I'll, I'll skip around a little bit, but I didn't realize until just this last year that I'm on the autism spectrum and have ADD. And I don't like labels generally, but that felt really liberating to me to realize I don't have to try harder. I just have to work with my brain. I don't have to be something else. I just have to be me. So rewind. I've always had, yeah. So I've always had hypothyroidism. I was used to getting blood draws on a regular basis. And the worst thing that had had happened to me physically was when I was getting a routine blood draw, they hit a nerve and a tendon in my dominant arm. And not only did I have nerve damage and all the doctors said, like it would, it would heal itself. It usually did just take three or six weeks. It didn't ever go away. And they diagnosed me with CRPS. And that was a, you know, just another um, chronic pain issue that I was told would never get better. It would only get worse. And I just had to use, you know, pretty heavy medications, which I didn't want to do. And so that was kind of my breaking point because at that point I had to like really fully give up even more of my independence that I didn't feel like I even had to begin with. You know, I was in a narcissistic um, relationship. I'm, I'm an empath and typically, you know, empaths attract narcissists and we all have empathy and we all have narcissism. There's just different. Right. But no one ever treated me worse than I treated myself. You know, there was this story that I had in my head for sure of who I was and what I deserved. And it wasn't pretty. It wasn't good. And so this was before I knew about mindset or like manifestation or like any of those things. I'd always tried to find spirituality, but because of all the spiritual abuse and different ways that I had, you know, if you just said the word God, I would just tune it out. I was like, we're not going there, you know? And I remember walking around with my son and he was, he was around like four when this happened. So when I first got injured and I couldn't use my arm, like I couldn't cut my food, I couldn't wash my hair. I couldn't do, I couldn't work. It was just like living in a a prison, you know, and I couldn't carry my son anymore. And I think the greatest label you could ever give me is being a mom. Like I, I love it so, so much. And so losing that with him was a huge grieving process, not only losing that you know, carrying my son in those intimate moments, you know, working, I was in the beauty industry for 15 years, doing permanent makeup and nails and just really helping women just find that time for them, that breathing room, pampering them, you know, having great conversation. And, you know, a lot of them would share things with me that they were going through and they were, they were friends, you know? And so I wasn't working. I've always been an artist, like ever since I could hold a a pencil, like it's just in my veins. It's just part of, it's just one of my gifts that I've always had. And, um, you know, I hadn't been painting anyways, but then all of a sudden I couldn't, you know? And so I gave, I donated all of my supplies. So there was a lot of grieving that I went through. And um, in my marriage, I, I sought out help at one point in Al-Anon meetings. And that was honestly the start of this whole shift. The whole change in me was support. You know, it was during the the pandemic that things actually, that, that was like the tipping point, like not the tipping point in a bad way, but I had this support system. I started to understand 
a higher power of my understanding. So it wasn't something someone was telling me or whatever, like I could, that was the beauty of, of that program and the, the, the anonymity of it for one, and it feels safe and you feel like you belong and, um, and you're loved, you know, like I said, we, I feel like we all kind of seek, but it kind of gave me the, I felt like I had control again to make my own decision instead of being told what I should believe or who I should be or what I should do. And so I developed my understanding of, of God, you know, I didn't use that word at the time, but that's what it was. And then I started practicing gratitude and I started to, to believe, you know, talking to my son that my arm would get better. I didn't know how, and I didn't know when, but I could just like visualize it. I could just see it. And I don't even know what inspired that. Like, I don't even know where it came from. It just, it just came to me one day. I was like, no. I'm, I'm not accepting those beliefs that I was told it won't get better. It'll get worse. Like it will get better. And looking back now, like that was faith, you know, I didn't even know that's what it was and, and the mindset and the visualizing. And so through practicing gratitude, which by the way, was really hard at first, you know, it's really easy to be like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm grateful, you know, whatever. Exactly. Really feel it. You know, they say feeling is the secret. Well, it it truly is. And it was a struggle for me to even make a gratitude list. And my friend was like, you have, you have a bed, you have a roof over your head, you know, like you have a pillow, like start there. And so I did. And, um, like I said, it's, it was like a prison that I was living in, not only in my body and my mind, but in like my life and the people around me, everything was so toxic and just so there was so much pain and grief. And I started practicing gratitude and it gained momentum. And then all of a sudden I found the courage to, to leave my marriage, to leave this person that I believed my was my soulmate and that I loved with all my heart. You know, I took in my those kids um as my own like it was a really big deal to leave and to take that risk but a lot of it was fear of of judgment um not knowing where i was going and it was the scariest thing that i ever did but the moment that my foot like stepped off my porch it was the most i'm going to cry it was the most liberating you know like the thing that I feared so much was the thing that set me free. Yeah. And so I was still a mess. I still had a lot of healing to do, but I finally had this hope again. There was this light in me that was gone for so long. It felt like it was gone. It's never gone. No. But that was really the turning point. And it started with community and support mm-hmm. and a gratitude mindset. And being selfish, and I will say that it's not, it's not selfish in a negative way to take care of yourself and to do these things. It's necessary. Like I've realized I gave so much that I had nothing to give to myself and Mm -hmm. I was running on empty and it, it, it didn't work. It wasn't working. So I started doing things almost in the opposite way. Cause I was like, okay, this is something that like, I am the common denominator. I'm not putting all the blame on myself. But I was like, these cycles keep happening. So what am I going to do about it? And that is the point where um, I think a lot of people have the hang up is it does take work and it takes looking at yourself to really make a change, but it's the most rewarding thing you could ever do. So 
you know, got divorced, ended up moving back to Canada, dual citizenship. That was a whole nother story. I invested in a life coach. And I tell you what, like that was a huge risk. That was financially a huge investment that I, you know, wasn't realistic. It wasn't something I ever really talked about, especially like the, the, the money, you know, like the amount, cause I was yeah. you know embarrassed to even say the judgment, whatever, but there was something in me that was like, you need to do that. You know, like you're already basically at rock bottom. What do you have to lose? Like, just do it. And so I did. And that completely changed everything, everything. I realized that I'm my own cause and effect. Everything that is happening is everything that we see around us is just a reflection of who we are on the inside and how we feel about ourselves, how we're talking to ourselves. And, you know, sometimes that, that can hurt when you first like hear that, but it really felt empowering to me. And so while studying mindset, I had, it was actually before that, that I started to have this like awakening and I feel like I've had multiple ones. So um, I think that's part of the journeys that we do have multiple awakenings along the way. So first it was finding, understanding a higher, having a higher power of my understanding, then investing in myself with mindset, understanding the universal laws, the power of our thoughts. And, you know, like there was, I was already seeing the evidence of it. Like after I left my ex, after I started living differently, all my health problems healed. Like I'm on one medication now, and that's been for quite a while. Um, I'm on my thyroid medicine and I know at some point I'll be off that too, but like I, I healed my arm. Um, it was after, you know, my migraines, like all that stuff, it, it went away. It, the anxiety, the depression, like, yeah, I, I have anxious feeling, you know, I'm aware of anxious feelings once in a while, but I wouldn't, you know, say I have anxiety anymore. Right. Um, so I healed of all these different things with my faith, with gratitude, with self-love. And I mean, even my eyesight, I wore glasses since I was 12. Isn't it interesting that all these things started happening after when I was 12, when the abuse started. And so one day I was like, I just don't want to wear glasses anymore. Cause my dream is to live next to the ocean and go swimming all the time. Um, with the type of prescription I had, Uh, I couldn't wear contacts. So it had to be glasses. And I'm like, you can't wear glasses in the ocean. And if I didn't wear them, I would get like an instant headache that would then turn into migraine. Well, after studying mindset, I was like, yeah, I'm not wearing glasses anymore. I'm like, my eyes are better. And literally it happened like that. Like I quit wearing my glasses that day. I never got a single headache. I just never warm again. I threw them out because I knew, I knew it was already done. And even my optometrist confirmed. So there, there's so much power in our thoughts. There is no, um, oh man, like, I just think there's so much more than what we even realize and what I even realize. 100%. But you know, I, I know a lot of people can like turn their lives around, but you're far more, we're all far more powerful than we realize. And it's like, what story are we telling ourselves in our mind? And so for me, one of the other stories was, I've always had this gift as an artist and it was my therapy for a long time, to be honest. Like I was always self-taught. I learned um, basically by watching Bob Ross videos on VHS. Like that's that's how I learned. Yeah. (laughs) And it's still like, I hear him sometimes. It's so awesome. 
It's like, there's no mistakes, just happy accidents, you know, like Mm -hmm. he was such a positive person. And uh, anyways, my painting, my art was my way at the time to control. Like if you look at my art then compared to now, there's no comparison. It's completely different. Oh, really? Oh, completely. I used to paint like florals and landscapes. They're very realistic looking. Mm -hmm. Um, Very like that perfectionism element in there. And I had pride in that and, um, and I liked it, but it was also, I said, everything around me and inside me felt out of control. I mean, that's what eating disorders, that's what, you know, addictions are. And so my painting now started as I was studying this mindset course, I was like, oh, like I'm going to paint again. I just got that intuitive hit, you know, and I started Mm -hmm. painting and it was completely different because I was completely different and it's it's then even transformed more. So now every single time before I start painting, I go to gratitude because I'm thankful that I can use my arm again, that I have this gift and I can use it again, that I have this room, the space to do it in, that I have the money to buy the supplies. Like I go to gratitude for, for everything and I just connect and center And then I don't think, you know, I, if you could call me like a professional, like overthinker, you know, like that, (laughs) that's how I always was. And it feels so much better to just feel instead of think. And that's really how I live my life now is by feeling and my intuition and just trusting rather than thinking so much. So I pick paints, pick colors that bring me joy that day in that moment. I pick a song that's either been in my head or a song that feels good that day. And I put it on a loop and then I just see what happens. There's no image in mind. It's just a feeling. And then, you know, the more I've done this, the more it's evolved as I've strengthened my intuition, as I've, you know, grown with my, um, my mindset and like spiritual growth as well. I start receiving these messages of, I guess, just what's, what's coming through. Like mm-hmm. my recent painting that I did, it was so interesting. Basically it was challenging the idea of, of what we should do and how the word, you know, should even feels. Yeah. And so just playing around with that. Yeah. It's really interesting. My, my artwork's super eclectic because I think for one, like I'm changing every day, but I'm really just the conduit through which like spirit flows, you know? So it's like my paintings are for the the collective consciousness. It's, it's art that speaks to people's soul. And it's so amazing to hear the stories because I know every single painting is like made for someone. And it's just a matter of time before they align, before they connect. And then I get to hear that story. And it's so awesome because there's always a really powerful story behind it or symbolic meaning. And so if I were to paint with an idea in mind, it wouldn't be the same. It's not like that. And that again, is that control. And so it's really just surrendering and just allowing, which is now, um, you know, what, the course I took after, you know, mindset and manifestation, things like that was, you know, as, as you know, we did, I think both of them together, but understanding energy and how, you know, what it is and how much it affects us, how everything is energy. And it's been such an amazing journey. Like the things that I'm doing 
some of the things are, are what I've always dreamed of. I always dreamt of being a full-time artist. I never thought I could do it. I never thought I could make it because there is always such, I still hear people be like, oh, well, you know, how are you doing with that? Or, you know, like maybe once, like you can tell there's, there's such a stigma about certain things and, you know, yeah. the starving artist mentality. But it was like, as soon as I just thought, well, wouldn't that be nice to, to start painting again? And, and wouldn't that be nice? And not having expectations of the outcome. That's when things flow so much better. And so when I started taking these um, energy courses, it really, again, it was uncomfortable. It wasn't something that seemed, you know, realistic. I didn't always even know why was why I do some of these things. And this is, again, this is how I live my life now is I trust my intuition. I trust my, my soul, you know, that, that gut feeling that we all have, and it's never steered me wrong. There is so much of my life. I mean, up until, you know, two years ago, probably that I would dismiss it, you know, cause I, I had that story that I was the problem that I didn't do things right. I always messed up. I was the F up. Like I was the, you know, just the failure, all this stuff. Other people know better. And so I was like, okay, what did I used to do? Okay. I'm going to do the opposite. And it's super uncomfortable. So I get uncomfortable. Yes. I do it like every day, right? Like whether it's something big or small, either way, that's, that's growth. If you're uncomfortable, it means you're growing. Very and much so, so I started understanding energy and how we have, you know, chakras and these energy centers and it all just started clicking. It all started making sense looking backwards about the very first trauma I had and what was going through my mind. And that's what I was manifesting. You know, when we, when we don't, everything I think is like a feeling problem. Like we all have these emotions and feelings. And if we suppress them, they will manifest somehow in your body, in your life, whatever. And so all that, all those pain, all, all those like health problems that I had were it was one, like my mindset and two, just the, the energies around me, you know? And so now, especially being an empath, it is essential for me to take care of my mind, my body and my soul, my spirit, my energy body. And that has just been absolutely life-changing. Like it's, I tend to attract a lot of empaths, a lot of entrepreneurs, coaches, and other healers, a lot of moms, but it's really information that is super valuable for anybody. Yes. And um, yeah, the things that I've been able to accomplish in such a short amount of time, I call it, you know, it's the, the effortless way um, yeah, 100%. is working on your, your mindset and like visualizing meditating for me as someone with, um, ADHD, someone with a very active mind, a brilliant mind. I have a lot of incredible ideas and I can think of solutions, you know, like super quick, but the easiest thing is actually just to slow down and be quiet. And when I quiet my mind, that's actually when a lot of things come in. And sometimes it comes in, you know, randomly throughout the day, but it's still, essential for me to slow down. The more I slow down, the further ahead that I get, but it's with ease. Like, yeah. I don't feel like things are hard anymore. It doesn't have to be hard. It takes effort sometimes. Like it takes effort to work on you and discipline to do these things. 
but it's far easier than the way I was living. And I wasn't even living. I was either just trying to survive or just existing. You know, life's meant to be so much more than even just existing, you know, and some people do get comfortable in their pain. And it sounds, you know, kind of crazy to say that, but it's true. And that was, that was true for me. I didn't realize how good things could be until I changed that story in my head. And I started doing things differently. And it's not something that I just study. Like I have literally dedicated myself to, to rediscovering myself, to forgiving myself, to loving myself, to doing these things to honor myself. So even like food, I don't think there's any one diet that's perfect for everybody. We're all, we're all different. So the way I eat and I eat intuitively, I know what makes me feel good and what doesn't. That's how I love myself. Like I love myself that much that it's really easy now to say no to all these other things. Cause I used to justify, I could come up with any excuse, you know, to justify whatever, whether it was drinking once, you know, or, um, you know, eating the junk foods or whatever. But now it's like, no, it's, it's really easy. Like I love myself and I'm not fear of judgment of what other people will think when I'm like, no, thanks. Like I don't, I don't drink anymore. I don't, you know, I don't have dairy. I don't have gluten. I don't have processed sugar. Like it eliminates a lot, but it's given me everything. So I choose to look at it as, as such a blessing. Everything that I do is intuitive now and I just trust it. And it's so easy. And it's so much easier when, when we're just ourselves. Like I believe said, we're, we're all multifaceted beings and mm-hmm. God, universe, creator, spirit, whatever that is to you created you as you, as you are. And that's beautiful. And we're all loved unconditionally. We all have all these gifts and far more than I think we're even aware of. I believe so. Yeah. It's so much easier to just be yourself than to try to fit into these social norms, all these, you know, programming that we have trying to fit in like it's so liberating liberating for me to finally realize like i'm not meant to fit in i'm not like i'm meant i'm different and that's okay and i embrace it but in embracing it is when i have found so many people that are just like me i so, know i feel that know, like yeah and i don't know it i feel like everything really just comes down to love that's really just so simple but love and like following the joy there is a lot of power in being inspired. Mm-hmm. You're you're in spirit, you know. And so I surround myself with things that inspire me, with people that inspire me, and and really just honor honor myself. And you know, I'm always going to be a work in progress. I uh, I don't strive for perfection anymore. That that's un that is unrealistic. That is something that that I've given up. But yeah, like just looking at, at me with love and the more that I can do that, the more I can fill my cup first, it's so much easier to give to other people because it's not draining anymore. My cup is so full. It's overflowing. It's not being sucked out of me, you know, like there's a big difference. And so I encourage everyone to fill their cup first. And to honor themselves and to really love and forgive themselves 
you know, like there was so much of my life that was pain and I was hurt by so many other people, but I had a lot of resentment towards myself for allowing people to do that, you know, for the, the things that I subjected my son to, like, there's so much on this healing journey that I've worked through that I've grown through and it does take effort, but it's something that, that I am truly devoted to doing because in making myself feel whole again and really loving myself, I can help more people and make the impact that I always wanted to. I've always had these visions, these big goals, these dreams. And now it's like, I know that they were given me, given to me for a reason. Any, any dream that you have that anyone has, it wouldn't be given to you if it wasn't possible. And so now um, I know what I'm working towards is absolutely going to happen. It already is happening. Like where I'm at right now is a dream come true. And there's always going to be more. So I'm really just about staying in my ease and flow. I don't want it to all come at once. Like I enjoy so much of my life. Like, and I think society now is instant gratification. So even when it comes to manifestation, I've noticed this in myself and others where it's like, we're comparing and it's like someone can call in things really fast. And we're like, well, why can't, why can't I do that? You, you could, but do you really want it all that fast? I know me personally, exactly. I like ease and flow. I love to relish in things. I love to savor it. And so when there's been periods of my life, when all these amazing things have come in at once, it's like, yeah, it's such a high, but then it's, then you're just looking for, for more, you know? So mm -hmm. it's like, be grateful for who you are now, for what you have now, and it will attract more, but there's no rush. Like you can't, I, I believe you can't get it wrong because what's meant for you will always, an opportunity will always come back around. So you can't yep. get it wrong. Everything's always working out for you, whether you realize it or not. And it's like, I don't know. I try and just really simplify things in my, my mind. Like I, yeah, sorry. I, I totally, no, lost, that's okay. I totally lost it. I was like, oh, good. This Jade, <laughs> your journey has been so beautiful. And, you know, there's things that you touched on, like, you know, the physical healing, the yeah. making a choice of having that, you know, say with your sight, taking the glasses and throwing them away and making a decision that this is possible for me. You know, so many of us give up the space of, well, it's up to somebody else to heal me or it's up to like, I've changed and I can't go back there. I've, you know, I've had this accident. I've had this trauma. I've had this thing and I can't go back to that original version of me. Yeah. That's just a decision to give into whatever idea. And yes, we're going to change and evolve. But what if, like you said earlier and touched on a couple of times throughout your story, of just like, what if, how like possible and how expansive our mind is and we haven't even touched on the surface of how powerful it is so why do we give into these ideas and thoughts that we should that we are told we need to contain ourselves with yeah. you've stepped out of that boundary multiple times in your journey and mm -hmm. you know looked past all of these things like the trauma you've been through not looked past but grew through healed through yeah. so much of this and it was all by choice. You made the decision to make everything from, you know, very early on to your divorce, to these things. You made those choices for you. And as a person that gave of herself as well for many, many years, and not that there's anything wrong with that, but like you said, it's about the balance. It's, we have mm -hmm. to, 
it's about when you give to you first, like you spoke of early, just a few minutes ago, of filling your cup first and overflowing. That energy is completely different than giving from an empty yeah. cup yeah. and giving yeah. all or, of you. Or even giving and expecting something in return. Mm-hmm. You know, like the intention in which we do things is everything. I don't give, I don't do these, these podcasts or talks for recognition, for for like my own like personal, like it's just doing it because it's going to help someone like doing things just out of love, you know? Um, Yeah. Intention is, is so, is so key. And that's, you know, we understand that so much more now with the um, energy work and, you know, being Reiki masters and stuff, but yeah. The other thing too, I wanted to touch on was the gratitude. And Mm -hmm. this is something that we talk about in the community um, that we teach on, but it's also something that you know, we do every, we hear everybody say it. I'm like personal or professional junkie of personal development of myself. And it was always like gratitude, do gratitude, do gratitude. And, you know, you'd sit down, you make the list of all the things, but there's a difference from when you just do it versus what you spoke about and feeling it and not just like Mm -hmm. thinking about it and giving yourself that energy, but like feeling it through your whole body. Like when you have a the feeling mm-hmm. of gratitude through your whole body, it's completely different than just mm-hmm. writing gratitude on a piece of paper. Yeah. And like you said, there's so many things to be grateful about, like the pillow you're sleeping on, the breath of in your lungs, like all of yeah, these yeah. things. Even the contrast. Like mm-hmm. I it's been quite a while, but I've I've been able to find so much gratitude and all the the stuff that I went through because that's what it took for me to learn and what got me to where I am now. And like, there's, there is, there's whenever contrast or difficult things, whatever you want to call it shows up, there's so many different perspectives that you have the choice to have. So how are you going to choose? Cause it's a choice. How are you going to choose to look at it? I think everything is a lesson or a blessing, but if you learn the lesson, that's a blessing. Everything's yes. a blessing, you know, like, <laughs> well, and I think you touched on something really good there too, is the power of choice. I say this, I've said this before multiple times, and we have that ability to choose whatever we want. Yeah. And we think that we, the power, we don't have that power. Like everything we believe yeah. is given, you know, at least before I started learning, like you said, about learning this mindset material and learning about ourselves and the discovery of us is that we feel like we need to, we have no choice. But yeah. we literally have the power of choice of everything in our life. Absolutely. So what would that feel like, look like if we really accepted that belief yeah. in us? Yeah, for sure. And I mean, you're a telltale of that whole story of choosing you first. Yeah. And every every moment is an opportunity. And I, I really, I, I try so hard to like keep things simple. It's like, if I'm going to do something, is it going to get me closer to my goal or further away? It's that simple. Like- and you don't have to have everything figured out. That's been one of the most liberating things too, is knowing that I don't have to figure out the how. I don't need to have it all planned out. I just got to take that next step. Just make that next decision. That's it. And then the universe will meet me. And every time, whether I take a leap of faith or whether it's just a tiptoe, but the universe, God always meets me where I'm at and provides the next step, the next breadcrumb. And so again, that that's how I live my life is by following those breadcrumbs, tuning in. The answers are always, it's already within us. You know, it's already there. You just got to quiet down enough to hear it and to trust yourself and to have faith. You know, I think anything 
can be accomplished with faith and persistence or determination, like anything, but you don't have to, you don't have to know how it's all going to work. That that's why it's faith, you know, Mm -hmm. but you have to know where you're going and it's okay if that vision changes too. You know, there's a part of me that would have these goals and then I would keep persisting them. Well, so much change. Like I never expected to be a Reiki master. I never, right? <laughs> even after, even after I joined the course, I was like, I'm just going to use it for my son and, and I, and my parents, like, it's just going to be for loved ones. But I felt such a strong pull to do it. And there was so much fear because there, there was this intuitive knowing that my whole life was going to change in ways I didn't even know possible. And I said, yes, just like I always do. When I hear the call, I answer every single time now. So I never imagined that I was going to be doing this. And so the vision changed, but honestly, it actually makes my my end goal, my vision make more sense. It just yeah. It's just a different path than I realized. And we all have so many gifts. I just, I really have so much appreciation for people who use them. And it doesn't have to be your main job. That's great when you, when you choose to do it that way, it doesn't have to be, I know people who do it as a hobby and it still, still helps others, you know, and it still fills their yeah. Cup. but yeah, like there's no coincidences, these talents and abilities that a person has that bring you joy. That's why I say, follow the joy. Um, you have them for a reason and they're meant mm-hmm. to to be nurtured and shared. You're meant to give it away. You know, even when I used to paint when I was little, I, I didn't like, I was selling paintings when I was in like middle school and high school. I didn't want to give them away. I didn't want to sell them. I wanted to hold them, hold on to all of them. So I sold some, well, the ones that I held on to, they're, they're sitting in the basement. Like they're not, they're collecting dust that that's not helping anybody like art or whatever your gift is. I think we're all artists. We're all creatives. Whatever your gift is, share it, like share it with the world and, um, and share your light, you know, like be yourself. I think the more authentic each of us are, the more it allows other people to be authentic too. And again, it's, we all just, in my opinion, want to feel safe. We want to feel secure. We want to be at ease. We want to feel loved and we want to be wanted, you know, we want to be a part of something. And so the more you honor yourself um, and de- devote your, your, you know, time and energy and invest in yourself, um, the more you can, can really make that impact that you want to. And um, yeah. Oh man. It's, I have like such a, a wild story that there's, I can't possibly share it all in an hour podcast, you know, but I hope, I hope this is coming across. Um, well, I don't hope I know, I know that what I'm saying today, even if it's different than I planned is going to reach the people that it needs to reach. And, um, and that's okay. Every time I, I share my story, it's going to be a little different because I'm always a little different and have a different perspective or awareness of things. So, well, and every day you show up as a different person because you've grown, you've changed from even yesterday. And this is part of the yeah. awakening, right? This yeah, is the thing. And like is. you talked about is that your goal, your, your vision is going to change. The end result is still always going to be the same that you don't, and maybe not, not the same, but it's meant for you. Like you said, yeah. it's really, it's meant for you. Yeah. And we get to be able to go through this experience and shift and change and then grow and yeah. have this, um, 
evolution of ourselves. We talked, I talked about this with somebody the other day and I was just so like, what if we could just entertain the idea that our, we don't change. We or we don't change that we change consistently. We continuously evolve yeah. and we continuously grow and we don't need to know yeah. what it's all going to fall out to look like in the end. And, but yeah. whatever is meant for us, like you said, will continue to show up. So I'm just so excited for you and all of the things like mm-hmm. I just love, especially over the last few months, you've really stepped into following the intuition, yeah. following the breadcrumbs and allowing you said, like you said, following the feeling of what feels right. And I yeah. like you started your own podcast just now and you just did <laughs> doing all these beautiful things. Yeah. And I'm just so inspired and so um, excited to be alongside you in this journey and to share your story here so that you can, like I said, ex- um, share your story, share your understanding and your yeah. unfolding for others so that they can see that potential within themselves as well. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. So and it works. Works. Sorry, go ahead. Oh. No, well, I was just going to like add in there. The one thing that has really helped me as someone who used to be a perfectionist and always been super like motivated and goal oriented is that I don't try to chase or be this higher version of myself. Mm-hmm. That was what, that was kind of my understanding at the start. And that's what I needed to hear. But for me and how my mind works and what feels good to me, when I love myself as I am today, now, that's when you, you automatically become that other version of yourself, but it's not, it's not focused on changing yourself or anything. It's just loving and honoring yourself where you are. And it's more like an onion. It's not evolving into something it's unbecoming all these things that were never you to begin with you know it's like an onion or I think of you know I love peonies and um how they're like this big you know when they're um this like bulb yeah all these layers and then it slowly like blooms it's just this magnificent bold you know vibrant powerful flower and I I I relate so much to gardening and stuff like that but that's kind of how I see it it's not trying to be anything else when you love yourself as you are you automatically grow and become that other version that you're you're maybe striving for but it's not even better it's not higher it's just different it just feels yeah. better but it's more honoring who you are at a soul level before all this you know programming and stuff changed it you know i love that insight that is such a beautiful addition i love that thank you so much for sharing that cuz that's you know, that's something I've come to aware, become aware of in the, for myself in the last few months even is like just accepting that version of ourselves now. So I know that's going to be helpful for other people as well. Like, and just know that it's not out there. It's not that next version. It's not that it is you now. And when you're yeah. in gratitude of the version of you now and you love yourself fully in the version that you are now, you yeah. become that automatically. I love yeah. that. Well, it can, to me, it has felt overwhelming at times to think of these end goals, to visualize me mm-hmm. in the end, all this stuff, because it feels so far away and it feels impossible, even though consciously I know it is possible, but it feels so far away. It's so much easier to be like, what would I love today? Mm-hmm. How can I love myself more today? And just in doing that little baby step, that's what gets me there so much faster and so much easier than, and that's just what works for me. I'm not saying that's the way to do it. That's how I honor myself and what feels good to me. There's more than one way to get to wherever you want to be. You just got to trust. 
what feels good to you. Yes. Oh, I love that. So Jade, how could people get in touch with you and connect with you if they resonate with your story and they want to hear some more and learn a little more from you or connect with you because you're such a beautiful soul to connect with, mm-hmm. or maybe even check out your art because it is yeah. gorgeous. Oh, thank you. It, and you've got some beautiful things where you do some intuitive um, healing and there's an offer in there that I would, yeah, if you could share. Some yeah. That. So there's multiple ways to get a hold of me. I have, I'm an open book and I love connecting with people. So please, even if you just want to say hi, like come say hi. I have my business page on Facebook and Instagram. It's Jade Brienne Collective underscore official. I have my personal pages. So Jade Oshesky reach, you know, honestly, like reach out to me personally. I, I love that so much. And most of the people I connect with is on my personal page. And then my website has all of my originals on there. I have all my prints starting to go now. And that's jadebrandcollective.com. And then I'll be adding on there all of my psychic art too. So now that I'm doing Reiki, I offer different kinds of sessions, but one of them, you know, I receive these guided messages and then I make custom art out of it. And it's very, very healing for my clients. And um, really like art is something that will keep giving to you. Like I have energetic infused art. And so that positivity, all that love and gratitude that I put in there. And then, you know, this extra special sauce I add with my, Mm -hmm. you know, being a Reiki master. um, It's something that is going to keep giving to you. So it's really such a beautiful investment in yourself and in your future and healing. If something's speaking to your soul, whether it's mine or someone else's, you know, like, go for it. Like it's calling to you for a reason. So yeah, check out my website. I have so much to offer and there's so much more to come. Oh my gosh. There's I'm excited to see you and your journey moving forward. So thank you so much, Jake, for joining me today. Thank you. Oh, you're such a beautiful soul. And I'm just, I'm really grateful to have been on this journey and continue to see what happens for all of us. I, Mm -hmm. I keep saying, and I'm going to keep saying it, 2023 for this collective, the people that are awakened is going to be not even going to be, it is huge. And I'm getting crazy goosebumps right now. Me too. I feel that same vibe. (laughs) Yeah. Like I put like hashtag like 2023 energy, like it's, it's going to be massive. It is massive. So let's keep that momentum going. And I'm so proud of you for your podcast and raising the voice and, you know, raising the collective consciousness. It's it's really such an honor to meet and to know so many people who are answering that call because it it is necessary. It's needed. So 100%. thank you for sharing that. that. No problem. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today and uh, have a beautiful day, everyone. Thank you so much for joining and listening in and we will talk to you all soon. Love you all. Bye. Thank you, beautiful souls, for joining us today on that Feeling of More podcast with your host, Alana Green. We'd love to invite you to connect with Alana and our guests at lifeisajourneycoaching.com. And don't forget to hit subscribe so you can join us on our next journey of awakening.